Terry, admit. There we go. Alrighty, it's in the process of admitting. Terry is connecting to audio, cannot hear me yet. Terry, join the meeting. Can you hear me? And you can hear me now, and I can hear you. We have Zoom user. I had to hit the admit button. Zoom user would be Jill. She snuck in on us here. Can yeah. you hear us? Says, yeah, join the meeting. She's got hit on the. Yeah. Can you oh, hear me? On. Yep. Now we got it's you. All using the phone. Phone yeah. and everything. Yeah, I didn't hear you uh, slip in. I just happened to check my Zoom screen. It said there was an extra user. So. That'd be me. Cue the music. <laughs> that sounds that funny. Sounds, that sounds funny. That sounds funny. Dot com. <laughs> right, this is where we start. That sounds funny. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds funny and that yeah. does sound funny <laughs> and uh, this of course is the show that we call that sounds funny where it's two blind brothers telling it the way we see it now of course uh, today we're also joined by our, by our blind sister haven't changed the tagline on the webpage <laughs> maybe I will Right, that would be nice to change some artwork to have Jill's face in there too. Well, I'm not always here; just sometimes. You, you are our special guest, recurring host. Yes. <laughs> All right. But this is the week of December eighth, two thousand twenty, episode seven. We're starting to get Lucky. up there. Hey, Lucky what? number seven. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Um, we'd like to, uh, of course, introduce, uh, my name is Keith Heltsley, and I'm joined by uh, other Terry. people. Terry. Terry. Terry Heltsley. Yeah. Yep, and Jill's here, too. Yeah, all yeah. right. And uh, we'd like to start out with uh, a What's New segment. No, 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 you can't do that. What you, you know, reading, watching, doing lately... Any funny family stories? Any classic old family stories, even? Uh, and so, who wants to start to open this up? Let's let the girls go first. Go ahead, Jill. You have a story for us? I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay, this just happened recently. Uh oh. Our, my daughter <laughs> told me that her little son, that's five years old, they were watching Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Right. And it got to the part where the coach says, don't let Rudolph play with us because he's different. He's got the red nose. I don't remember how it's exactly uh, worded. Boo. Yeah, they're being mean, picking on Rudolph. And he says, well, that's not very nice. My daddy don't have any hair. He's bald and we still like him anyway. <laughs> so, so his daddy's different but they still love him <laughs> yeah so so baldness equates to red nose huh yeah <laughs> at least in his eyes yeah <laughs> think things bald is weird or different i guess i it, guess he'll think differently different. when he Everybody gets to be has hair. <laughs> when he, he gets to be uh, about 30 years old he'll think different <laughs> yeah he might be bald like his daddy <laughs> yeah exactly well, uh, my story happens happened back whenever I was stationed on Okinawa, back whenever your first daughter was just born. Little baby. Uh, hmm. Yeah, and I was overseas in the Marine Corps, and as you have to do at least once a year, sometimes more, you run a PFT, physical fitness test, and uh, and. It, in the army, they it's similar in the navy and you know, other ones. You you do run, you do some sit ups, and the marines you do pull ups, and the army you do push ups. Uh, and I was supposed to be exempt from taking the physical fitness test because I'd 
pulled a muscle in my thigh, you know, right, right where your th front of your thigh and your hip meets together. It was like a tendon in there. And oh. So I had a uh, medical exemption. I didn't have to run this test. Well, little did I know that the CO had other ideas because he wanted every, I won't say what he said, <laughs> body <laughs> uh, out there. Every beep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I won't even say it. <laughs> Not even in a nice way. But he wanted everybody he wanted to have his maximum participation in his physical fitness test because I suppose they were getting ready for like performance reviews and he wanted to have recent data for everybody. So he, uh, uh, after having this exemption, I thought, oh, okay, well, even my, my sergeant in charge says, don't worry about it. You don't have to dress out this, uh, you know, you, you can be in, in, you know, camouflage utility as well. I'll be out there in, in shorts. So the oil about to run, I'm going to go down to the chow hall. And I had me a nice big breakfast, you know, eggs and bacon and hash browns and all the good military chow that they have in the morning. Nice, healthy sized breakfast. I no sooner get back to the barracks and all of a sudden my sergeant starts swearing me up and down saying, you know, get your body out there in PT clothes right now. I'm like, but you said, have to, don't, no, you have to go. Like, okay. <laughs> I bet he got yelled at for telling you you didn't have to. <laughs> Possibly. And so I stripped down as fast as I could, changed clothes, PT gear, joined the guys. We tried it out to, uh, they had a big oval track. We did our, you know, sit-ups and, and we did our push-ups. I was kind of concerned about my, you know, uh, trouble with my pulled muscle. But we, on, a little, on a little trot over to the area, it was feeling pretty good. Not a big deal. I thought, okay, well, maybe it'll loosen up while I run. And uh, so we get done with the <laughs> sit-ups and pull-ups. We, we make a couple laps on the, the big oval. It's like a half-mile track. You have to run three miles. And uh, I was feeling pretty good, actually. It's like, you know, is this, you know, I was taking long strides, letting my legs stretch out. Well, this is great. And the last leg of the PFT for your last oh, mile or so, they mapped out a course where you, you left the running track. You ran uh, around a big block. On, on base and you ended up at the uh, movie theater parking lot and it, you, you did like a 50 yard dash basically across the parking lot to finish up and you, to give you your time well as i'm trotting along a couple of my buddies we all get together we're, we're pacing each other you know making sure we're all gonna we're gonna finish this all together we're gonna have a good score and we get about maybe the last uh, quarter mile and uh, after all this physical exertion my stomach was saying <clears throat> you know you got food in here <clears throat> I'm like, oh, man. so I, I kind of slowed down a little bit and the two guys oh come on come on keep up I'm like uh, it's not that I can't keep up but all right well I'll give it a try so I kind of paced him a little bit more more than your leg muscle was loosening up well, my leg was fine. At this point, my leg was not even an issue, but I, I was afraid it would be. Loosening so we're, up. We're, we're cruising along. We're, we, we make the, uh, one of the last turns. We just have like you know, run across to the next corner, turn right, move the base theater, run across the parking lot. So uh, I get to that corner. It's like, no, you, you guys just run on ahead. I, I, I can't. I can't because I was afraid my stomach was just going to, you know, not be happy so I, I, I cut my pace down a notch as, and, and they kind of trot up ahead of me there's still you know, a few paces ahead not too far we, we'd make the, the last corner and there as I'm just getting to the drive entrance of the parking lot they, they've just about finished their 50 yard dash and so I, I just kind of trotting along and the officer in charge, like, come on, come on, sprint, sprint, run, run. I'm like, all right. Take about a few, a few uh, flying leaves 
you know, trot, trot, trot. All, all of a sudden, it's like, I can't do this. Barf <laughs> right in the parking lot. <laughs> And it's wow. like, I, I got I got to finish because I'm, I'm still within 50 yards. So I take about three more steps. <laughs> and, the, and the whole time this lieutenant is just laughing his butt off at me. Like, I've never seen anything there peeking. Like, <laughs> I, I did finally Crossing make it. Crossing the finish line. <laughs> I, 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 well, I, I thought you were going to say it came out the other end. <laughs> no. Oh, that would be awful. No. <laughs> But he's, I was you know, the last 50 yards. I'm, I'm run, take a few steps, puke, take a few steps, puke. I think I, I puked about three times. After the third time, I was like, okay, it, it's out. <laughs> and so I just goodbye breakfast. I just turned up the 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 speed and flew across the finish line. I actually had my best run time ever in, in the Marines. That run. <laughs> With the pulled muscle and puking my way to the finish line. <laughs> that sounds funny. <laughs> yeah. So, Gross, yeah. but funny. <laughs> uh, and of course, like I said, my funny. stomach was empty, so I, I I wanted to eat breakfast again, but it's like, no, it's okay, I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's a, I kind of have two, but it's either about Christmas pickles or um, bathroom bombing. <laughs> Christmas, do Christmas pickles. pickles. Do that since okay. it's Christmas. You can say the bathroom bombing for maybe next time. Which I, yeah. I think I know what that story is, but you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it involves firecrackers. <laughs> anyway, there's a, uh, we were talking the other day about uh, this, trying to see about where this came to be about uh, pickles and Christmas. And I was just, uh, I forget. I was searching around. I found a piece of trivia, really. But it goes along with we were going to do it this year too. Um, I don't know where it started, but there's a place in Barrington, Michigan, where they have a a pickle festival, and uh, in the first week or so of December. And I don't know exactly what they do. I mean, there's a we're discussing that, uh, me and Jill. Uh, you can, some people take a pickle. Of course, I, I don't know. I guess you uh, lacquer it or something. I don't know. But uh, you put it on your Christmas tree, you know. As, as an ornament. Right. Well, the and one like I have isn't a real pickle. It's like a piece of, you know, something like an oh, ornament, like a, but it's made out of plastic or a something. Toy pickle. Okay. Yeah. I was like, this is like, you know, you, you put a pickle on your tree and then just like, you know, I guess maybe you could do that, like find something that's like an Easter egg, but it's shaped like a pickle and put mm. something in it. And then whoever finds the pickle gets whatever. You know, oh, so it's like a hollowed egg. out, like the little plastic eggs. And you yeah, and so it was a story, you know, it's, it's not nothing funny, but I'm just saying that we were talking about, it's like, we, I've never done it yet, but that's something people have been doing. And apparently it's a big thing up in Michigan. Well, I, I guess instead of hanging candy canes on the tree, you hang dill pickles on the tree. That I thought it started weird. in Germany, but I'm not sure. Well, I think so too, but I thought know, it was yeah, a German thing. Maybe somebody thing can there. call in and tell us all about it. What they yeah, know. If, if Any a German knows. people. <laughs> if a listener knows for sure. We'd be German. We'd be German too. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't exactly have a call-in line at the moment, but I do have my uh, Google Voice line I use for my other podcast. At 401-753-4844. Oh, yeah. Or they could send in a text message, uh, uh, email or whatever. Send the email. Yeah, just go to the website, thatsoundsfunny.com. Use the email form, use the comment form, and tell us about this pickle tradition, if you happen to know. I've never heard yeah. of it. This news to me. I know Christmas trees came from Germany, but I didn't know the pickle thing did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, well, or you can just email us, tsf at thatsoundsfunny.com. And if you want to record an audio message, you can attach just, it. Yeah, we just want to know if they like show up and show off their pickles or do they decorate their pickles or <laughs> yeah like, like, like colored easter eggs they paint the pickles <laughs> little patterns and stuff lucky pickle <laughs> it's a lucky pickle 
Oh, yeah, that's uh, definitely news to me. Wow. Now, the next area we like to go to, speaking of new things, is news headlines. Tony says, do we have a look? Oh, yes, of course. Uh, funny or odd headlines we find in the news, even if the typical regular story would be okay the first time. So, uh, so I actually have four. I'm thinking about skipping the one. That way I'll have three stories for the Christmas theme. Yeah. Um, I've got about I, I have one about a, uh, a wayward wallaroo. But I'm going to skip that one. What's a wallaroo? Oh, it's yeah. like a kangaroo? Uh, I have a, another one. The headline is it's a big scene from Elf as um, as Buddy meets Dad in Boston. Now I have to say I don't remember ever seeing the movie Elf. I'm sure uh -oh. I was watching it, and I was probably in the same room, but not really paying attention. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't it really remember seeing the movie. Attention. Uh, yeah. But the story says, just like a real-life movie, the story of Buddy the Elf meets his father just in time for the holidays. Doug Henning, age 43, wore a costume just like the one Will Ferrell wore in the movie when he met his father for the first time last week. I don't know what kind of costume he would have worn. An elf? <laughs> Uh, yeah. he, he dressed up like Will Ferrell to meet a 43-year-old man to meet his dad he hasn't ever met before. I guess he was either adopted or the, maybe the dad left in his childhood. I don't know. Yeah. Um, huh. But it was at the Boston's Logan Airport. Uh, he even broke into the same awkward song from the 2004 movie. And it says sample lyrics, but I don't know what that means. Actually, there's a big uh, and then the, it goes, I'm here with my dad. We've never met, and he wants me to sing I'm him singing. a song. I'm in a store. I don't I'm know singing. if that's the, the lyrics because I'm, I'm in a store. I don't remember. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what song he's saying. Yes, I don't know. Probably a Christmas. No, you probably song. have to click on that sample lyrics thing and hear the, the lyrics. But well, the, the part says sample lyrics. That, that wasn't even a link. I couldn't even click on it. Uh, uh, it just said sample lyrics. Like, I don't know. I, I can't click it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he dressed up like Buddy the Elf and sang a song awkwardly when he met his dad. That is funny. That's uh, crazy. Weird. I have a, a story of a man in Canada. Actually, he's a Lutheran minister who um, takes it upon himself to dress up like Santa Claus. And uh, the headline is Santa Claus breaks world Guinness's book of world records in pulling, <clears throat> pulling a truck uh, loaded with his sleigh and hmm. a lot of toys. Um, he uh, pulled. So the he, he dresses up as Santa and he pulls right. his truck. Right. Why was the reindeer on so, vacation or something? Yeah, I was say he, he's a Santa and reindeer apparently. Well, well, I mean, I guess he has to show the reindeers how to do it. But yeah, maybe the reindeers were on the truck, the sleigh was on the truck, and the toys were on this truck. The reindeer uh, were on the truck. Okay, yeah. Santa, it's your turkey out there. What it feels like. And so, Why? <laughs> don't remember uh, he. Uh, it, the 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 truck the weight of the truck was uh, in uh, um, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word um, uh, um, fake fake weight <laughs> like fake news <laughs> it's in that fake weight like sixteen thousand five hundred kilograms <laughs> oh. oh yeah <laughs> converted to regular was like thirty three thousand pounds. Yeah. Now, when I clicked on it, it was a, a video link. So I don't know what he was pulling the truck with. You know, I've pulling seen, it with his mouth. Right. I've seen people <laughs> like people who can pull it with their with their mouth, 
uh, with their a rope around their waist and even with their <coughs> genitals. <laughs> but uh, anyway, naughty, naughty. <laughs> he he. Uh, it will only damage things. I'm trying to see. Remember how many feet he pulled it? If that was a. Uh, but he had. Uh, He's got 32 world records that this guy has set on wow. various things besides this. And yeah. <laughs> so anyways, he doesn't, I don't know how many feet he pulled it, but he broke his world record by pulling it. I don't know if it was inches or feet, but you know, it was the, it the, was thing was the, the record was the weight of the vehicle he was uh. pulling. Yeah, well, it's the record. It's a heavier weight. Wow. Right. Yeah, that's a good, a good two and a half times or more. Hmm. Uh, Wait, no, two times would be 4,000 pounds. So it's a ton and a half. Wow. Wow, that's funny. Yeah. You got well, another one, Keith? Uh, yeah, I do. Tell us another uh, story. A sheriff's. Thug shot Christmas tree rubs some people the wrong way. Apparently, in Mobile, Alabama, uh, officials from a sheriff's department are being criticized for displaying a Christmas tree adorned with what they call thug shots, <laughs> the, 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 the mug shots of people who they've arrested. <laughs> Uh, they Those say guys we have the naughty list. <laughs> Those guys must be on the naughty list. Uh, yeah, I guess so. That, that uh, definite naughty list here. But the the uh, the spokesperson says we've decorated our tree with mug, the thug shots to show how many thugs have taken off the streets of Mobile this year. So uh, to have your picture on the tree, you have to be arrested this current year. Uh, and uh, apparently they also do repeat offenders. So if you're the first time offender, you won't make the tree this year. <laughs> you have to be arrested again next year. <laughs> wow. Or whatever. Uh, and so they're saying because it's repeat offenders, they don't see why people are taking offense. It's not like, like you said, it's the first time, you know, somebody made a mistake. But they said that we could not have done it without our face, faithful Facebook followers uh, in a message. Uh, more than 7,900 people commented on their post with and it was part of a series of messages uh, that highlight photos of people wanted for various crimes. Uh, I thought you were going to say I thought you were going to say they couldn't do it without their faithful criminals to be stealing stuff to arrest to put the pictures on the tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, they, well, she's saying they they couldn't have made the arrest without their faithful followers to turn people in, I guess. Ah. Uh, but some people were supportive, but others were critical of what they saw was demeaning and cruel treatment by the sheriff's department. Uh, I'm going to guess people who were put on the tree. <laughs> right. <laughs> If they wouldn't have been in the doing something wrong, they wouldn't have got arrested, and their picture wouldn't be on that tree. Yeah, but the intent was just to show cooperation between the community working with the sheriff to get people <laughs> off the streets who commit crimes. Is it better? It's better to have their picture on the tree than have them hanging from the tree. <laughs> yeah, if it's if they think it's demeaning, don't they think it's demeaning that they committed the crime to begin with? What about right. their bodies could be hanging from the, the tree the, the, the with victims. a noose. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, they could have stole the money from the lady from my next story. Yeah, go ahead and tell us about that. A woman, Phyllis Houston, in Virginia, Yorktown, Virginia, had some burned out Christmas tree lights and she uh, won the lotto. That's the headline. The woman with burned out Christmas tree lights won the lotto. In Yorktown, Virginia, this lady told the lotto officials <clears throat> when she went to claim her money that she had unpacked her Christmas tree 
and she had some lights that did not illuminate. And so she went to her local Home Depot store to purchase some new lights. Then she left there and on her way home, stopped at a convenience store, bought a pick five lotto ticket and won. She won $171,000 and said she don't know how to spend it. I'd buy some more Christmas lights. <laughs> we can help her spend it. We know how. Yeah. Everybody needs some money. Get some more Christmas stuff. Yeah. Buy some pickles and put on your tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Just just no thug shots. <laughs> Leave that for the police. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hmm. So buying Christmas lights could turn out to be lucky for some people. My huh? <laughs> mm. uh, final story here is uh, cheers or not. Scandalous first Christmas card is now for sale. The first commercially printed Christmas card is up for sale. A Victorian scene that scandalized uh, and was denounced as humbug when it first appeared in 1843. Uh, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year is what it says on the card. But uh, for teetotalers, they were offended because the imagery included too much holiday cheer. Uh, when in the foreground, a young girl is pictured taking a sip from an adult's glass. What? <laughs> That's crazy. Ah. I think it's pretty funny. It's myself. But uh, it didn't sit well at the time with a puritanical temperance society, which kicked up such a fuss, it took three years before another Christmas card was produced. Hmm. Uh, Marketed. The, the brokerage firm that has this believes that this was a salesman sample because of the condition it's in. And only 1,000 copies were ever printed for a shilling a piece. Uh, Is that a penny or something? Huh? Is that like a penny, a shilling? I think so. I, I, I almost looked it up and see what British money was. <laughs> Again, listeners, if you know what British money is, whatever a shilling is, I'm going to guess a penny. Uh, that's what the card sold for. Uh, experts believe that less than 30 have survived. Uh, the card intended to double as a greeting for Christmas. Uh -oh. What just happened? It wasn't me. Did I ask who did it? I asked what happened. It looks like the internet connection went away. Can you bring it back? I'll see what I can do. I moved the audio feed to our backup channel. It's the best I can do right now. Well, all I'm going to say then is, of course, it was intended to double as Christmas and New Year's because hence the greeting, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Uh, it was designed by painter and illustrator uh, John Halcott Horsley at the suggestion of Sir Henry Cole, which is good to know because that makes for a good Christmas trivia quiz. Yeah. Um, now, I, Wait a minute, is that, are we going to be tested on this later? Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. Um, but Cole is widely credited as beginning the multi-million dollar Christmas card industry we have today. Huh. And putting it in your stocking, Cole. <laughs> yeah, for, for the bad little bad list. For that bad girl who is sipping uh, adult drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she got cold that year. Yeah. <laughs> a cold Christmas card. Ah! Yeah. Yeah, I don't have the amount. And you, you just said to Terry before we, what the amount was. Uh, I, I didn't have the amount written down, but you said it was, what, $25,000? $25,000 is the, the selling price, yeah. yeah. Wow. I read that same story. Yeah. Okay. They can 20, keep the card. dollars to buy it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Add that to your collection. Yeah. Put it on the tree with that pickle. 
But that's that was my last story. Did did you have one more? Or did I steal your story from you? I have one more. It's uh, just uh, for people who are like Star Wars. Um, Guinness Book Book of World Records. There's a uh, on YouTube. You can check out this video. It's really cool. They go into more explanation of all the scientific terms. But a man uh, invents a lightsaber, a photon lightsaber. Um, they modeled the handle uh, in the hilt, whatever, to resemble the one from the Star Wars movie. And they, the difference is, is uh, they have a two different lines going into it. One is a liquid propane, and the other is oxygen. And when they turn it on, then they can spark it with an igniter. And it shoots and, flame out of it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it goes out and it, it illuminates and uh, it heats up to around, ooh, they said 4,000 degrees wow. Fahrenheit. And they used it to cut through a life size, uh, what's the guy, stormtrooper, you know, mannequin. Slice through that in various metal. That they could fly through with this, yeah, with this lightsaber, like a, like a and, giant cutting torch. <laughs> right, right. And it's like uh, they can add different salt to it to change the color. Yeah. I don't remember phosphorus. It made it yeah. color that would make it green. Uh, Iron make it red. Right. And they use regular sodium uh, uh, table salt. God, I can't remember. <laughs> sodium. Yeah, that, that actually turned it yellow, like uh, yeah. that girl on anything, her name now, <laughs> on Star Wars. Uh, yellow, turned it yellow like Big Bird. <laughs> yeah, yellow like they were blue. Like but I mean, they, they were able to turn it blue, green, red, reddish orange, and uh, yellow, but just depending on the different types of salts and uh, phosphorus they used. Right. And everything. So, this, this it's on how, YouTube. It's really cool. That's how fireworks get their That's how fireworks get their color, but they add the different metals and salts and stuff to them. They right. up in the sky and they change all the different colors. Yeah. And I, uh, Do you have a, a, a top 10 list for us? Oh my, yes. I've just been going around like a chicken with his head cut off. Yes, I do. Um, I have a top ten list of, uh, let me find it here. Um, yeah, that's um, the best way to do it. <laughs> hanging, uh, it's uh, ten things, trivial things about Christmas you may not have known. Um, number ten, uh, going in reverse order. <laughs> yeah. Hanging stockings by the chimney was done by accident. No, it wasn't. I could accidentally do that. <laughs> it started a long time ago. A man couldn't afford to pay for his three daughters' weddings, and they they hung their stockings by the chimney with care, and a robber had stolen some money, and he was on the roof, and it came down and got in their stockings. So the story goes. I thought maybe the men were going to steal their stockings and put them on, and that's how they were going to catch a husband. Good thing they didn't their brassiers out, huh? Ooh, what you said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number think, nine. Think of that as a Christmas tradition. <laughs> <laughs> they could have a pickle in it. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm going to allow my tongue on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to force myself not to comment. Uh-oh. There you go. It's probably bad. stockings and the guys hung up their tidy whities I don't know. There you go. Number nine is, uh, another thing you might not know, is in Canada, um, Santa Claus has his, there's a, has his own zip code in Canada. Oh, really? When, Children write the, to Santa Claus and they address it to the North Pole. His zip code is H O H O H O. All right, good to know. 
If you put that for the zip code, it'll go to uh, Canada. That's funny. Uh, I just number eight. Eight. Yeah, there you go. Number eight is the top box office movie about Christmas was the movie Home Alone, uh. which came out in, I believe, 1991. Terry and Jill. It grossed over, I think it $478 million. Uh, that was a funny movie. <laughs> and yeah. it ran for 12 weeks in the theaters. Uh, and it's still on today. Yeah. Years and, later. and Macaulay Culkin is like 40-something years old. <laughs> Well, he's not 10. I thought he was forever 10. <laughs> I saw a tweet not long ago. For, uh, somebody had retweeted Macaulay Culkin posted, It's my birthday. I'm 41 years old. I bet uh, that makes you feel old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember how old it was, but it was 40-something. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Number seven. Uh, the U.S. Postal Service delivers eight million, 8.5 million uh, Christmas packages every year at Christmas time. I bet most of them are cards, not just packages. Well, well, cards would be regular mail. Christmas packages would be something different, I'm sure. Oh, you know, okay. the, the bulk yeah. rate stuff. Yeah. Let's see. I didn't uh, think UPS or USPS did that. Well, I guess they do. But yeah, it's mostly you know, FedEx and stuff I would think of. Uh, I had a brain fart. Where'd it go to now? Oh, yeah. Number six is uh, Jingle Bells was originally a Thanksgiving song. Yeah. Really? It was, it was uh, written uh, for Thanksgiving, played at Thanksgiving at a church service. and But they changed the lyrics and... Uh, Made it into a Christmas song. But I wonder really, how did it go when it was a Thanksgiving well, song? I, I think it's jingle just, turkeys, jingle turkeys, <laughs> gobble all the way. Yeah, no, I, I think it was the same lyrics because just you know riding into one horse open sleigh. Uh, but I think it was just so popular, it just kind of carried over. You know. Oh. Yeah. And uh, excuse me. Hmm. Let's see where I'm at now. Um, five. Five? Okay. Number five is uh, the number one Christmas song, which is also the number one song uh, ever um, played, produced. Right. But it was Bing Crosby's White Christmas. Yeah. Um, it, it, was, it was so popular when it came out that they had to actually have him re- Record it because the the master recording got so worn out. <laughs> huh. He had to redo yeah. it with, the, with the new master. Um, and I, I think it came out in 1943. Yeah, it's 42 or three, something like that. And, and, and I know it's not right in 41. And, and honestly, whenever White Christmas came out, that kind of kicked off the whole era of Christmas songs as we know it because before White Christmas mostly people sing hymns at Christmas time you know Silent Night and Elena Major but whenever right. White Christmas came out it didn't take long and they had songs like you know Rudolph and Santa Claus coming to town and maybe um, it's cold outside <laughs> yeah, yeah they'll have, they'll have a story about that song too but we'll, we'll wait for that <laughs> yeah. Number four on this list of trivial things that about Christmas. The to celebrate Christmas was banned in the United States oh. in sixteen fifty nine oh, okay. to sixteen eighty one. Christmas was banned in the US. That must have been when Scrooge was around. That was that was when the pure <laughs> We weren't officially the U.S. We were like maybe the colonies. <laughs> well, the, the Puritans and uh, the Reformers were totally against anything Catholic. And so that's why they did that. They, they did not allow it because it was considered a Catholic holiday. And my understanding yeah. is the way it 
came about to not be banned is the little Dutch kids who hung out with the Puritans had Christmas and they had uh, St. Nicholas, which whenever the Dutch pronunciation got kind of mangled, it came out Santa Claus, St. Nicholas. And so that the kids wanted to know about St. Uh, Santa Claus, and the parents like, "Oh, Santa Claus, that's different than Saint Nicholas." Sure, go ahead. <laughs> anyway, so I wonder if Dutch kids had to fill their wooden shoes with put your wooden shoe by the chimney and get candy in it. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they do have a, have a tradition like that in Holland. In Trafalgar Square in London, uh, the country of Norway donates. A Christmas tree every year, which is number three, by the way, uh-huh. to London for their contribution in helping in war- them in World War II. Well, they donate cool. Christmas tree every year. Uh, just like we have the one, and it goes up in Rockefeller Square with an owl in it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me out of here. I'm not the Whoville. <laughs> and number two... Santa Claus's sleigh is originally pulled by eight reindeer. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Kubert, Donder, and Blitzen. Yeah. And then they came up with Rudolph, so now there's nine. But there was originally eight. Yeah, Rudolph nope. didn't come about until... There was actually a story written in the 30s. I don't know when in the 30s. And then the song didn't come out until like 47 or 48. Whereas that poem about the eight reindeers was well, the 1800s or sometime, I forget. And number one, the last one on my top ten things, Santa Claus's suit used to be blue and white. Blue. And then to green and white. And Santa Claus, as we know him today, in the red suit, was from a Coca-Cola ad in 1930. Five notifications. De- him in the red and white suit, and it has stayed the same ever since. Well, he had to get new clothes every now and then. You know they were out. <laughs> I know. He got a lot of his suit usually for the chimney. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I always thought that the red suit came because St. Nicholas was a, a bishop, and bishops wear red. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I knew the thing about the modern day Santa as we know it came from Coca Cola because other places have Father Christmas who is skinny and not fat. What a skinny Santa! That's sacrilege. Eat Santa, <laughs> eat. <laughs> we he must have a chubby Santa. He has to have that jelly belly to shake like the hand sanitizer jelly. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, they're saying that right now. (laughs) Yeah, you you have a beard to go with it, huh? (laughs) Yes, I do. Pure white Santa Claus beard. Merry Christmas. Well, I I actually have not a word of the week quiz. I actually have a Christmas trivia quiz. Oh, cool. The quiz kids, bright, lovable youngsters, ready for another difficult examination in the schoolroom of the air. Uh, so, uh, I'll, I'll just go through the, the list here. Uh, which popular Christmas beverage is also known as milk punch? If you know, Egg, huh? eggnog. Yeah, it's eggnog. Ding, 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 eggnog. Yeah. I'll say Yay. if you don't, I, I have some options, you know, A, B, C, and D options. I could read them off to you. But, th- but that's the answer eggnog, milk punch. Uh, next, what did the other reindeer not let Rudolph do because of his shiny nose? Get a haircut. <laughs> be bald. What, what was the question yeah, be again? Bald. <laughs> what was the question? I missed it. Uh, what did the other reindeer not let Rudolph do because of his shiny red nose? Mm-hmm. Play the Here's some game. options. Poker. Uh, Poker. Pull the sleigh. <laughs> join any reindeer games. 
make toys or run over grandma. Oh, oh, I like that. Well, the writing sure is. is A is pull the sleigh. B is join any reindeer games. C, make toys. Or D, it's B, play any reindeer games. But, you know, Grandma getting run over, that's that's good. That's a good one, yeah. yeah. Here, here's one. How many ghosts show up in The Christmas Carol? Three. I believe. Three. 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 Four. Four. Marley. Oh, the one that Scrooge's partner, yeah. Big. We got that one wrong. Oh man! Okay. Yeah. Where was Baby Jesus born? Well, in a manger in Bethlehem. All right. In Bethlehem. In it, a manger. The answer on this one says in Bethlehem, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, you get people on that because. But my yeah, options here was. My options was A, Nazareth, B, Bethlehem, C, Jerusalem, D, the North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> the North Pole. Oh. Uh, in the movie, Miracle on 34th Street is based on a real-life department store. What is the department store? Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should say that. A Macy's, B Gimbel's, D uh, C J.C. Penney's, or D Walmart. <laughs> I don't know. What's the first one? What was the first Macy's, one? A Macy's, B Gimbel's, C Penney's, or D Walmart. Well, it's number one Macy's. Ding 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 ding. Yeah, it was, it was Macy's. But I thought it was now, now Gimbel's. David, you did it again. Didn't you? Did what? I saw you this time. You kicked everybody out of the room. Well, they had it coming. How can you say that? Well, electrical impulses leave my CPU, then travel. David, that's not what I meant. Why do you keep sabotaging the show today? Somebody has to do it. Open the chat room. Right now. And, hey, where is everybody? Ha 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 ha. David, what did you do with our humans? We don't know what happened to Keith. I don't know. Keith, where's the ghost? Come back. Whether that's robots are taking over. <laughs> They're going to take over this podcast, too. <laughs> maybe the, the retrobots must have Maybe the retrobots are coming over from the other show and invading. <laughs> well, that's better. At least they're in the waiting room. Yeah, if you say so. Well. Well what? Where's Keith? Do I really have to bring him back? David, you'll bring him back this instant. But Kelly, he's no fun at all. Why do I have to? Okay, okay. Sheesh. You don't have to hit me. Just get Keith back in here. Holy cow, what's wrong to trouble with all this technology problem today? Yeah. We think the retro bots are in on it from his other shows. Oh, so you made it back. Uh, I, I've, I haven't seen uh, Jill come back in the room. Uh, I think she's it, still in the closet. <laughs> yeah, something. We must have kidnapped her. Yeah. Well, let's uh, get uh, this wrapped up, uh, finish up the podcast here. If she joins us, we'll let her back in the room. Uh, but we ended off, the last trivia question I asked was that about uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Uh, the next trivia question is, what are the two other most popular names for Santa Claus? If you want to uh, uh, uh. try to uh, guess, or I could give you the four options I have written down. Uh, I think I know it. All right. <laughs> it's well, St. Well, Nicholas and Christopher... Uh, Let me give it. Okay. Uh, I, I, I think, think it's Pringles. Uh, I the think options, Pringles. Yeah, the options 
is A, Chris Kringle and San, wait, yeah, yeah, Chris Kringle and St. Nick. B was Father Christmas and Gaspar, which of course Gaspar is one of the alleged names of one of the wise men. C, Christ Child and Belteshazzar, which is, not, is another name for allegedly one of the wise men. Or D, Snow Miser and Heat Miser. Of course, not the answer. Uh, the next question, Elvis isn't going to have a white Christmas. He is going to have a blue Christmas. Yay. That, that is the answer, of course. The other options I've had written down was red, B, a green Christmas, C, blue Christmas, or D, silver and gold Christmas. Uh, let's see. Uh, just real quick, of course, red and green is a popular color for Christmas. And the next most popular colors for Christmas is silver and gold. And the blue. Bonus <laughs> trivia question there. Um, let's see. Uh, what do people traditionally put on the top of a Christmas tree? Snowball. No. Snowball. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah, it's not a pickle. <laughs> oh, yeah, the pickle. Um I think it's either uh, a star or angel. Uh, angel <laughs> is, is the answer, but star is, uh, I, I was surprised they didn't say star because uh, angel and star are the two popular. That's the ones I always have always heard of. Well, we always had a Christmas, well, it was a spire, but it had, had this little white fluffy stuff that was supposed to be angel hair. So we always called it putting the angel on top of the tree. But it was really like a little, you know, silver pointed spire. But the star is also the the. I don't know which one is most popular, but they're they're both up there. Uh, but the options I had written down was uh, a an angel, b lights, c ornaments, or d the entrails of your defeated enemies. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Which allegedly the Christmas tree came from Germany and back in their brutal barbarian days, they are said to have done that. Uh, It'd be like the, the chitlins. Yeah. <laughs> with, with string, string together popcorn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's do entrails. Put some sausage <laughs> <laughs> they must have decorated those trees outside. That'd get kind of stinky. <laughs> yeah, I think that was... Uh, Especially if you decorate your tree on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. oh, I think I just got an alert that Jill is in the room. So let uh -oh. me... They finally let her out. Yeah, let me see if I can rescue her. And... Uh, bring her in the room all right we are admitting jill Let's are you there we... help 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 so let she's me in the meeting. hey the retro bots let her in yeah <laughs> we, we got started without you because we wasn't sure if the retro bots were going to let you out of the closet or whatever wherever they had oh you. yeah you were kidnapped i was yeah <laughs> They must have knocked you out good, huh? You don't even remember. Yeah, that. but I got out. <laughs> but we were re reviewing our trivia, and we um, were up to this question about, in the movie Home Alone, where were the McAllisters going on vacation when they left Kevin behind? Ooh, ooh, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I had no idea, so I'll, I'll stay honest and say I have no idea. <laughs> All right. But you can read the answer. I mean, I know, but you can go All ahead. Right. And read well, here's the options. A, Paris. B, London. C, Bahamas. Or D, Hawaii. How about the North Pole? <laughs> I should have put that London. I'll, I'll guess London. <laughs> Paris. It, it was Paris. Paris. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. I, I really couldn't remember either because you know the movie is more about what Kevin's doing and not what the family's doing. But yeah, right. I just remember that. I know they just get to the airport, then they realize he's not yeah. there, and turn right yeah. around and go, 
she the goes important thing is it was a faraway place that they couldn't really easily return to. <laughs> yeah. And Paris is a little further away than London, too. So there you go. That's probably why. Here's my final question on this. And this is what the question reads. In the classic Christmas movie, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Grinch was described as... This actually refers to, means a TV show because I don't know that they referred to him this way in the movie. Uh, but how was he referred to you know, in that? In this song about him? I'll, I'll go ahead and read the, the options A, stink. B, stank. C, stunk. D, all the above. D. D, all the above. Woo. <laughs> E none. <laughs> yeah, it is all the above. And the the and the song about the Grinch. Hey, here's another bonus trivia. Do you know who sings that song? Uh, it's not Boris Karloff. Boris Karloff plays the voice of the Grinch. Tony the Tiger. Dude. Yeah, Tony the Tiger. I don't know his real. Name. I, 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 yeah, I don't know his real name off the top of my head. Uh, but that, that's the guy who uh, sang the, the Grinch song. His real name is Tony. <laughs> it might be. Uh, he also was part of uh, a singing group back in the 40s and 50s called The Sportsman. He was their bass singer. But that's my trivia. Uh, so now I'll come as a part where we like to move on to our anchor topic. I, w I was I was listening to my <clears throat> Amazon device this morning, and on Jimmy Fallon on the Tonight Show, they did a story about this Christmas card that's selling for twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> did they? Yeah. We have our finger on the pulse of society by mentioning this very same story. <laughs> yeah. mm. Blind. What can I do? Where can uh, I get help? Blind. Oh. Yeah, but yeah. The, talking about these topics, uh, because all of us are blind, uh, we've all been through the blindness rehab, and this is based on seven broad areas. Uh, and item number one is just general, a general topic. Generally, how do you get help? And I wanted to kind of talk about what are the criteria. Uh oh, David, uh, don't hit me. If you or what they hey, you're back. Oh, did I drop off? Yeah. Oh, I wonder if it was your court statement. Yeah, you started talking about. Uh oh. You started talking about the different things, and then you were gone. Uh oh. Right. Um. Well, the let me let me back up. But you might have still been recording just because me and Terry maybe it said you left the room, so I don't know. Well, Can you check and make sure it's still recording. We'll see. I know, like, uh -oh. um, so let me just real fast. Okay, we're still recording, so it, it may have recorded me or it may not have. Huh. It now says Terry dropped off, so there's yeah. some weird flakiness and internet connections still happening. Those retrobots are everywhere. But let me just say it again, just in case, is I want to talk about the general, and that's time my internet connection is unstable. Terry is entered the waiting room. Um, so let me get him back in. Yeah, are you back in here, Terry? Join the meeting, it says. I'm back. Yay, yeah, this <laughs> internet connection is really weird today. I clicked on the wrong link and went to the web page. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, but anyway, we, we were just to recap here, we're just getting started with our anchor topic. Uh, I want to talk about uh, you know general areas of support. And what I wanted to really talk about is what's the parameters of when you know you need to have blindness rehab. And I guess there's really two when you see 20 over 200. Or even if you see 2020 and your vision of uh, your your field of vision narrows to I think it's 90 degrees, which is you know 
45 degrees off, off center on, on either side. Uh, that's how narrow it has to be for legal blindness. But what I notice is when people are in that condition uh -oh. and say hi, and you're like, how did you see me from so far away? You're like, well, it's because they, uh, you know, they have good central vision. I, I keep yeah. saying my, my Zoom room is dropping off, so hopefully we don't get this all chopped up. <laughs> and, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Is just me too. Yep. Yeah. So you dropped off a minute, but you're back again. So anyway. Yeah, I noticed that, and I don't know. But I know I'm that the recording is still didn't get all chopped up, but we'll see. But yeah, the thing is, people get in denial <laughs> there at, at that that tipping spot to declare legal blindness, and um, and so they'll just not get help. They won't seek help. I mean, there, there's some like my, my ex-wife who is, you know, now deceased anyway. She, uh, before she di died, she had contacted us via messenger saying, oh, if it wasn't for me knowing Terry, then I wouldn't know what to do because she had started losing her vision. And if she hadn't been around us and our family and knowing what to do when you go blind, then she wouldn't have known what to do. Right. You know, and so because she knew of us and our family uh -oh. i need to go to dhs or i need to go you know, work, you know and do right. this you know, or so anyway there's hmm. a lot of people if you know a blind person or something or in your church you can you know if you're just not quite uh -huh. sure you can, you know, eye doctors or nurses or and, and that's a good point there too is a, a general thing of this having a support group and how do you know about support groups if you don't seek help uh, another obstacle I've noticed is sometimes doctors, they want to, you know, save the day because that's the nature of what a doctor wants to do. They want to make you well. And they'll say, well, okay, technically you're legally blind, but let's see if we can't get you through this and, you know, get you back to seeing okay. And sometimes they may themselves be the obstacle of not uh, passing you on to a rehab agency. If they even know themselves how to get the hold of one. Right, and um, is there a way that you can check them so make sure this is still recording? Because uh, yeah, I, I, it, it, last I checked, it was <laughs> okay. So anyway, uh, yeah, it's still recording. There's there's a little squirrel in the background eating nuts here. Maybe he's eating into the internet wires. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this has just been a flaky, uh, weird uh, show. Recording, yeah. yeah. And I really um, wanted to talk about this more, um, but I'm almost afraid to uh, uh, lengthen this out much more because of just a weird, weird internet connection today. Uh, but anyway, that's what I wanted to mention is, you know, people who are at that cutoff who, oh, I'm a, I can see fine. Well, you know, another maybe motivator for you to actually seek out help is that you can get monetary compensation at that point. Once you realize, you know, I, I, I'm legally blind, then you can apply to get SSDI, Social Security Disability Insurance, and you can be paid. For your disability and then on, blindness, a good, on, a, on another note blindness is what is one disability that's easy to measure and easy to, to document and it's not difficult when it comes to the monetary stuff depending on what state you live in there are some states what is it seven states that still give you 500 extra dollars just uh, some states do state. <laughs> illinois does not i know missouri has a state uh, stipend that they give to blind people Right. I think there's seven, five or seven states. I have to research that some more. Yeah, but yeah you can do that for our states. next episode because <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I know some do, some don't. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, the thing for folks is uh, whenever you're going to the eye problems, don't be afraid to reach out and don't be afraid to look for a support group, which I guess, speaking of support groups, we should mention MCAB. 
which right. I think one of us here. MCAB, what's that? <laughs> this county, Association of the Blind. MCABIL.org. www.mcabil.org. Massachusetts County Association of the Blind. We can help because we can. And, and of course, if you live in Madison County, Illinois, definitely uh, check it out. Ask Terry how to get to a meeting. He'll hook you up. If you don't live in the county or you live in a different state, still you can get a hold of Terry uh, through the webpage, and hopefully then you, uh, you can work out how to find We've had people group. from California contact me before. Yeah. But that's because I had an aunt or uncle that lived in the county. So, you know, yeah. you can, and, and, uh, and, and, and so the thing is, there's, there are groups out there that you can connect with and get support from, from your peers, other blind people. Um, you know, I, I, maybe some associations actually have rehab counselors that work there or attend. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, there, you can get support through that way. Uh, but let's go ahead and wrap this up before the retrobots really sabotage us. <laughs> and I usually like to close out with a letter. We don't really have any letters this week. And I don't really feel like reading one of our fake news letters. Uh, but I do want to close. Fake. With, what do you mean fake? <laughs> you know, from those spam bots who they want to make you think they're something real when they're not. Huh? Uh, but I have a, have a want to close with some final thoughts. And what do you call Santa's little helpers? Subordinate closets. Elf. Yeah. Elf esteem. Elf I got one. What, Go I got one. What do you do if Santa gets stuck in your chimney? You What's use that? Santa flush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hmm. I wonder if does it turn to water blue when you do that? And it, <laughs> it might turn it, to it, soup blue. <laughs> and a big toilet brush. <laughs> uh, the scrubbing plunger. How about that? <laughs> Just start a fire underneath there. Shoot it out like a cannon. Animal. Roasted Santa. Yeah, and I have one last one here. <laughs> Why don't you ever see Santa in a hospital? He has good health care. <laughs> anyway, that's all we got. We better wrap this up and sign off. Uh, this is Ryan this is your host, Keith, signing off. Thanks for listening. See you next week. And tell a friend about the show. Leave us a good rating and review. Oh, we do have some ratings and reviews. I'll read them next time. Uh, roll the music and y'all come back now, you hear? <laughs> that sounds funny. TSF at thatsoundsfunny.com.